Real Chills is a podcast of true paranormal stories hosted by Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski. Two comics who want to know more about the strange shit that goes on in the world. Welcome to Real Chills. Today our guest is the wonderful Roya Hamadani, and she's going to tell us her story. Thank you. Yeah. So my story is really my mother's story, and uh, my mother has been telling me this story my entire life <laughs> about the time that she encountered a ghost. She was in high school in the Philippines, and um, she didn't go to school at home. She went, had a boarding school situation, but she came home on the weekends. And one weekend, her friend said, why don't you come and sleep over at my house instead of going all the way home? Because her home was actually a, a train ride away. Mm-hmm. She went to stay at her friend's house, and everything. And it was a very old, majestic house in Manila. And uh, they went, and she was all excited, so she, they had a guest room, and she went to sleep. And she woke up. She said when she woke up, she, was, she couldn't move. She was paralyzed, and she was sweating heavily. Which I don't know. It's the Philippines. I'm not sure. Like I was like, hmm. uh, I don't know. But uh, she was sweating heavily. She was paralyzed. She was super afraid. But, like her heart was racing, and she heard chains. Like, and that's like a big thing in ghost stories, right? But that you'd think of like Jacob Marley and Scrooge and everything. But I was reading about this recently because I was I was curious, and apparently that goes back to like ancient Greece, wow. hearing ghosts and chains. So that's like a, a common theme. But then she heard the piano playing. Mm-hmm. So. And I said to her, I was like, did you think maybe somebody was messing with you or like, because the, apparently this whole family played the piano. They mm, were like okay. piano playing family. <laughs> so I was like, did you think any of them were just, I don't know, like messing around? And she's like, no, I knew it was a ghost. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Cause I think in the Philippines, that's the go-to. If you hear like weird noises, it's the, it's a ghost. <laughs> like, that's cause I was reading about this. I'm like, did you, I, that, that President Duarte won't sleep in the palace because there's ghosts. Really? Marcos also said, I don't like the, the palace, there's ghosts. Like, can you imagine if Obama was like, I don't really like the White House, there's ghosts in it? <laughs> like, it's just, that's a thing that's there. So, yeah. so in the morning, she ran downstairs and she um, saw the family and she was like, do you know that you have a ghost? <laughs> and they all looked at her and they said, yes. Whoa. And she was like, what do you mean? Why didn't you tell me? And they're like, oh, yeah, we have a ghost. He plays the piano, or he or she plays the piano. I'm not sure if they gave it a gender, but they said, the ghost plays the piano, the ghost has chains. We knew all about this. And she was so mad because they didn't tell her. I found it interesting because it's kind of, like, reifying, right? Because she didn't know yeah. that there was ghosts. And right. she heard that stuff, and then they were just like, yep. You're I thought right. that was kind of yeah. cool. I was like, that's like, you know, that's kind of saying that there's a ghost. But yeah, then she never talked to her friend again. <laughs> and she went home. Because of that? Yeah. She went home and never talked to that person again. <laughs> but still saw them at school, right? Yeah. That's just the way my mom rolls. <laughs> She's like, you cross me, you're dead to me. <laughs> Did she, you said you had a recording of this. Did she put that? Uh, yeah. She's, yeah. But you know what she also said? She said, I didn't need to deal with their ghost because we had our own. Oh, no. Wow. They had her own ghost. It was her grandmother. Wow. So at their house, they had grandmother's ghost. And I was like, what What are you talking about? How do you know your grandmother's ghost? She's like, I don't know. We heard things. I don't know. She's like, I don't really remember exactly. But, like, I remember after my mom's mom died, 
everybody was like, we smell her perfume. I was like, what is, uh, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I, I think it's a Filipino thing. I know after my dad died, she she was always saying, she was like saying my dad was hanging around. I think, I really think my mom is big on the ghosts. But I did think in this particular situation, because she said those specific things and she didn't know ahead of time, and then the family said those things, that's what piqued my interest. I was like, oh, that's cool. Because, you know, it was confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's, like, when I was a kid, I had an experience once where I thought I saw ghosts, and I, I don't know for certain if it happened, but I was, I had the same thing, and it's, it's sleep paralysis, right, where you open your eyes, you can't move. My heart was racing. I looked over. I saw a figure that looked exactly like this guy, Rudy, that had sold my family a condo, <laughs> and it turns out, around that same time, he died, and we were in his condo, Whoa. the one that was his favorite condo, it was like his, it was the pearl of his, his empire. And, wow. uh, yeah, so maybe I did see Rudy. I don't know. I That's a funny one. But, like, my parents were just like, you didn't see Rudy. <laughs> and it was funny because when I met Rudy, I was just like, he's a criminal. Really? <laughs> and he was. And nobody believed me. Children know these things. They know. <laughs> you just seem smarmy. You're yeah. Smarmy. Those are the ghost experiences um, of my mother and sort of me. I mean, part of me wonders if I really saw Rudy, but I could have. I, I think it's weird that he died that, that around that time. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for those stories. That was awesome. Yeah. That Rudy story is crazy. I remember just being like very surprised that my mother didn't believe me because my mother was constantly talking about. Yeah. It. You know, she she told me that story about that ghost of Manila. I don't even know how many times, and uh, I was kind of surprised that she was so quick to dismiss the the ghost experience that I had. I wasn't that surprised that my dad um, dismissed it because he was very much like. I'm a man of science. You he know? didn't believe in ghosts at all? I don't think so. So it was just your mom. Yeah. And a lot of the Philippines, apparently. I, it's big in the Philippines. It's definitely big in the Philippines. Like, my mom... So my ex-girlfriend was really into, um, like, new age healing kind of stuff. And she put, like, a sun circle in the backyard. And uh, you know how, like, when you put stones, they start to sink? soil mm-hmm. after my girlfriend and I broke up my mother went back there with a trowel and dug everything up and then came in and just threw it on the ground and went I dug up the voodoo <laughs> <laughs> like anything like that like she just, I she, dug up the voodoo she doesn't she oh doesn't gosh. she believes in stuff like that she, she believes in stuff that's like that's that you so can, funny yeah she's superstitious she's superstitious so like many of the rich places in the Philippines like have ghosts? Is that what it is? Or is I it think just they're just everywhere has ghosts. Everywhere? Because I was, I started looking into it because I was like, since I'm gonna, you know, talk about this, right. and it's like huge there. They have like the white lady, mm-hmm. like you know, kind of like we have here, and the hitchhiker, and all this other stuff. They love ghost stories there. They're all right? about it. They're all about the ghost stories. It's a very it, the culture's big into it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know about spirit houses? Is that Chinese? So I looked it up because I remember it was related to Thailand when I heard about it. So I did some look. We talked about this last week. It's pan-Asian, but it's mostly in, like, island countries. So, according to Wikipedia, Burma, Cambodia, Laos, Thailand, Malaysia, Indonesia, and the Philippines, many people have traditions of these spirit houses. The spirit houses are basically tiny homes that, when you have a property or a place, it's a small, almost like a dollhouse or a birdhouse for the spirits to live so you can coexist with each other, Mm. was the idea. That's adorable. It's interesting. It's like the Philippines... Is so many islands that I can only imagine, like, they're just, you know, like yeah. Mary's probably doing others. My mom's never mentioned that, but she has definitely mentioned that they're 
this whole ghost thing, like this belief in ghosts generally and, and superstition. So like you can't wear, like there's certain colors you're not supposed to wear and just things, huh. just a lot of stuff, but. Like, purple is the color of death, so I wasn't allowed oh, to wear purple wow. growing up. And that would be devastating for me as a child. I know. favorite color was purple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was really against it. I wore it. a lot of purple. She's okay. gotten over it now, but... <laughs> <laughs> sort of. She still hasn't forgave her friend. No, she doesn't forgive people. No. <laughs> she does not. Spirits, maybe. Yeah, there's no... Yeah. Wait, so what's a sun circle? Is it just like... It was like these stones, and it was... Um, I can't remember exactly what it was about, but it had to do with, like, you know, it's been so long. It was like, I was gay so long ago, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun time, but <laughs> yeah, being bisexual is really funny because it's like once you get into a straight relationship, you just, you disappear into straight privilege. Yeah. And, like, you get very disconnected, but I just remember, like, having to go to a lot of, like, shamanistic things because <laughs> wow. she was big into it, but, like, that was the thing we had, like, the... The tobacco, like smoking the tobacco and thanking the ancestors. There was grandfather rocks and grandmother rocks. There was a circle. I can't remember exactly how everything went. At one point, I was so dehydrated, I was inside a cave and I saw a white horse. <laughs> oh. And then everyone was jealous because I saw a white horse. I was like, dudes, I'm thirsty. <laughs> was Rudy on that horse? No. It was just, it was just a white savior. horse. And I was in North, I don't know, I was in Montana in a cave and I just you saw Harry Potter's Patronus? Yeah, it was a Patronus. I think I did. I think I saw Harry Potter's Patronus That's before Harry Potter funny. existed. Because <laughs> that was like uh, 15 years ago. Wow. Thank God you didn't die in that cave, right? Yeah. Well, then they made me go sit in the woods. It was just... <laughs> it was bullshit. Things you do for love, huh? Yeah, really. Yeah, I'm so happy that Ian does not require me to sit in a yurt. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's like, I had to like take my, like, take the bottom of the yurt, pull it up, and just try to breathe. Are you serious? Because they had like the smoke in there, like the steam and the smoke, and I couldn't breathe. And um, she totally was terrible. Was, uh, I feel serious. you. Sometimes Dan makes me talk about the Sixers, and I just, oh. <laughs> and you, you know, the air I, I can't her, breathe. Right? Yeah. It's, it's very upsetting for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I have, like, no spiritual beliefs whatsoever for it, so it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It me to do it. Yeah. So I'm like, sorry. I love that you mentioned um, the White House, because in other episodes, we did talk about how it's haunted. It is haunted, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but our presidents don't bail on it. They're like, all right, whatever. The Lincoln bedroom. Yeah. Lincoln is supposedly the president people see the most, in general. Huh. He's the most haunty. He has good branding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they you know, know it's him. Yeah, right, exactly, with the hat and branding. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> the quick and violent death. Um, point. But yeah. I would think he would stay at the theater. Hmm. That's where he's going. Guess not. I mean, he would stay at the theater or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it still around? Yeah. Oh, what, the White House? No, the <laughs> <laughs> no. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's in DC, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think it's really interesting that hearing chains goes back to ancient Greece because that just seems like colonization. Like this ghost is coming all the way. This <laughs> chain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wondered about that. I was like, did my mom read like Dickens and that's how yeah, right. Well, that chains but, like. But yeah, I do think that was something that came with the Spanish. Mm, uh, yeah, anything, to the Philippines with 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 Catholicism because who who would to better put it in chains than the Catholics, right? I mean, because if you think about it, you're gonna. You're going to convert people, and if they're not going to do it, then you're going to put them in chains. Yeah. 
Well, your story, correction, your mom's story made us think about all the dumb games we played at sleepovers as yeah. kids. Did you <laughs> do a lot of sleepovers and do a lot of like weird um, games? Yeah, light as a feather, stiff as a board. Yeah, and the Ouija board. Yeah, oh, Bloody Mary. Did anything ever happen to you with the Ouija board? Um, no, I felt like we were making the Ouija board happen, but I will tell you this about a Ouija board. My father, who's a psychiatrist, went insane if he saw or heard of a Ouija board because, for some reason, to him, it was inextricably linked to mental illness and drug abuse, and he outlawed it from, like, the psychiatric wards, and if he even thought me and my sister were anywhere near one, he would start yelling and screaming. Oh, wow. Did it make it extra fun for you to, to play do. it when you did? Because you're just like, Dad's going to be Dad so mad. So I, it was funny because I didn't learn it until after. Like, oh. until long after. Like, I didn't know you even had a problem with Ouija boards until long after, but it would have made me happy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought it was hilarious. I was just like, I need to go by. I want to bring it in the house and leave it on his bed. Yeah. <laughs> what a crazy thought, too. You just pranking your dad just keeps reappearing. Because everyone has the stories of the Ouija boards that they try to destroy keep coming back. But yeah. it's just... You with like twenty <laughs> in a closet, like a car. just every time he throws one out, you're just dishing them out. You'd be yelling. Oh yeah, he was a crazy guy. Like if you sat on his bed, he would get angry because your butt germs were on the coverlet. <laughs> Fair, yeah. So like butt you put germs a no joke. Yeah. Put a Ouija board on there, he'd be like, oh. <laughs> What other games did you play uh, when you were a kid at a sleepover? Huh. We definitely did Bloody Mary. I did Bloody Mary, yeah. I remember Candyman, the movie, came out around the time that I was, like, sleepover age. So, or it was, like, in the world. Like, it was one of those movies that you could rent off the shelf. And so we would try to play Candyman. Which How does that go? You, uh, it's like Bloody Mary where you go in and you say the name of Candyman, I think it's five times. According to this article that we're going to post in the show notes, it says... Uh, the rules are you say Candyman's name five times and he'll only kill you if he catches you before you turn on the light. It's so scary. Yeah. <laughs> even as an adult, like, it's like, oh, kids, they're so stupid. But, like, even as adult, an adult, I would not play that game. <laughs> I wouldn't. No. Wait, we just played Truth or Dare and had to end up telling each other who we liked. You yeah. know what was fun about Truth or Dare was when you were, like, doing an interrogation. So you're like, let's play Truth or Dare. And yeah. then there's that annoying-ass person that's like, dare. And you're like, well, I dare you to tell the truth. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a crush on Robbie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not how this works. Yeah. If a bunch of people's birthdays lined up in the same time, though, like, the first sleepover, you already know, like, who everyone's crushes are, but they end. Right. So the second sleepover, you have to, like, up the ante. And that's yeah. when you're, like, calling your crushes. Yeah. At, like, <laughs> 1 a.m. And the parents yeah. are like, stop calling. Because yeah. that was the time before cell phones, so their parents would answer. It was a landline that would ring throughout the whole house. <laughs> yeah. So I was the kid who was the go-between. So, okay. like, say you like Dan. You would tell me, then I would have a three-hour oh. conversation with Dan about you to get you guys together. I was the... We the broker. Need, was, yeah, yeah, we need that. I was the... What Yenta? do they call it? It was the Yenta. There's <laughs> always one. We always need that. And person. how I had a three-hour conversation with a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> no idea. They're sensitive at that age. <sighs> I was like a mini counselor. I'm like, oh. so, you know, she really thinks that you're really cute. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because boys mature so much slower, so they're like, I don't think she's cute yet. But then they just be like, oh, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do? God. 
It was so fun though. Yeah. We used to have this one phone that you could pick up and hear, like, listen in on the call without being, like, heard. Wow. And, yeah. So we used to do that. There was, like, one phone where, like, you would hold the button in while the other person called, and then you could, like... Listen to their call. Yeah, and then, like, hold the mute button, and you wouldn't hear that click in. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That's evil. Spy-level shit. Yeah, that's yeah. evil. Them's the days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's just text. Get away with murder now, as a kid. You think so? Yeah, if you have a cell phone, like... Oh, yeah, that's true. My friend's kids, they live in the suburbs, but they're pretty young, like yeah. 11 maybe, which is like young but not young, but they were just calling Ubers into the city. That's wild. <laughs> that is wild. Like, kids are not even... Um, I sound like such an old person. They're not even born anymore. Like, I lived in the Poconos, so we didn't have any city life. Like, literally, we would walk around the lake for fun. That's how bored we were. <laughs> like, look for dead things? Yeah, we would just walk <laughs> an adult if I have the time to go for a walk in nature I'm like this is the most this is the best thing I can do true. all week that's true yeah but at the time I was like I'm so bored yeah I need to move or I might die yeah my sister takes her uh, kids to it's called Gloucester Gloucester in Massachusetts and she takes them there and there's no they've tried to make it so that there's very little to do in terms of like computers and stuff like that so that mm-hmm. they have to do other things embrace yeah they Sorry, hate yeah. it there so much <laughs> They just... That's so funny. You want to live like a real teenager, you're going to hate your parents. You're going like, to We're going to take you here yeah. and you're going to hate us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They hate us. So <sighs> Do you want to know about some lesser-known sleepover games and weird games kids play? One is called the corner game. In the corner game, you need four people and each of you stand in a corner. And there's a series of moves that you do to summon spirits. But the goals of the game is to hope, number one, that nobody disappears during the ritual. What? And that be that a ghost doesn't show up. Apparently, according to this article at yourtango.com, it's a really good way to draw demons out of the ceiling. No thanks. They can stay in the ceiling. Demons are everywhere. Like, the ceiling, like, why would they be there specifically? But, you know, this is the thing. My sister, when I was a child, she's 10 years older than me, convinced me that demons lived in the walls. Mm -hmm. So when I was a kid, I would have to go down this hallway that was very dark. So what I would do is... And she told me that demons were in the walls that would drag me down to hell. <laughs> I'd have to throw on the light, run as fast as I could down the hallway to prevent myself from being killed. But also because if I left the lights on, my mother would kill me. Yes. And I had yes. to throw the lights yep. down with my hand as I was running past. She really did implant in me that they lived in the walls and could kill you. Yeah. No, I think all kids can, can get, a, get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> But then why are you summoning them? Like, why are these kids... Oh, because you're up to no good because you're children. Yeah. 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 Or your older sibling did to take you to hell. (laughs) As mine did. The peer pressure things that, like, people would do is bananas. So if you can peer pressure people into doing things like streaking, you can peer pressure them into summoning demons. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, or the boogeyman. Which one's worse? It depends where you're streaking, I think. (laughs) Yeah. That's so funny. Did you ever streak as a teenager? No, I was lame. I was super lame. I didn't ask being, I was never asked to do anything like that. I was never asked to drink. I was never asked to smoke a cigarette. I was never asked to do drugs. I was never asked to streak. I was never asked to do anything. Anything illegal. Except would you have said yes if you were asked? I don't know. I was never asked. I mean, probably, I would have probably taken, well, 
Only my sister offered me a sip of alcohol, and I did take it. So, yes, yes. I probably would have yeah. said yes to alcohol as long as it was sweet. Mm, <laughs> yeah. We did do pool hopping, which was really dumb. Oh, where you jump oh. fences and jump in the pool? We would go into people literally we do not know oh. at all. Like, we would drive into a neighborhood we don't know and jump oh. into people's pools. That's and so then jump out, or would you, like... We'd stay for a little bit, and then we'd just go. I've, I've never been caught, so it's like, <laughs> you know, a fun story now. My mom has a pool. <laughs> we had a pool and kids would do that and when she caught them holy hell really she kept a knife by her bed <laughs> she'd run out there and they would run oh yeah run. someone had a knife i would to- i would hope that they would just tell us to leave like, <laughs> yeah. like if they caught like if she had like a net or something <laughs> or a rifle yeah 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 oh. <laughs> Good point. She would have loved that. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. One of the other games on here that I hadn't heard of but apparently is pretty well known is called Three Kings. It's a game where you can ask questions of spirits. You set up huh? a, like a throne and then you have another chair for the queen that has a mirror on it and then a chair for the fool with a mirror on it. And if you do it correctly, you have one hour and one minute to ask these demons all of the questions that you want. But you do need somebody who's on the other side to call you back out of the spirit demon realm in order for you to, you know, close the deal. Damn. You know, Damn. Is this only for theater kids? Because I feel like there's a lot of... <laughs> right? It's very in-depth. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some good ones. You said... We talked about Charlie Charlie earlier. Did you ever play Charlie Charlie? No, because that's... Um, that's not our generation. So oh, it's, it's a, a new one. Are you familiar with Charlie Charlie? I remember a game like it, but I don't remember being called that. It's basically where you summon this ghost named Charlie, and it uses a pencil to, like, write messages, yes, right? yeah. Automatic yeah. writing? Yeah. I don't know who holds the pencil. If it's if you're doing the automatic writing, or if it's just there, and then you, like, turn on the lights, and it's, like, written. This, this hat came up when somebody could not find the Ouija board. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. For sure. There's so many <laughs> weird ones. Don't look behind you is interesting. But the one that was really intriguing that I would probably play now because I did something like this, but I didn't know it was like demon summoning adjacent. It's called Red Door, Yellow Door. It's almost like a meditation game. So you have a friend or somebody guide you through a meditation to your brain where you're constantly faced with these doors. And you have choices and you open the doors and you see things about yourself in them. And there's a whole subreddit that's devoted to people writing about their experiences playing games like Three Kings and Red Door, Yellow Door. And it's super fascinating. We'll post it in the show notes and you can check it out if you'd like. Cool. Yeah. Last one that we'll talk about is the elevator game, Mm -hmm. which is not really a sleepover game because who has an elevator in their (laughs) house? I guess like a New York like yeah, a city kid yeah. in an apartment. Yeah. But the elevator game is a game that kids play. There's a lot of really specific directions. Have you ever heard of it before? Mm-hmm. Uh, one site reports that a version of the elevator game comes from Korea. So it has like a specific pattern where you get in the elevator on the first floor and then you hit a button, you go up to a specific floor. Then you hit another button to go down. You keep going down and up, down and up. And then sometimes a woman gets in on the fifth floor and you're not supposed to look at her. But if you do this pattern right, in theory, by the time you do the sequence, you get to this floor and you can walk off and you're in another dimension. You're yeah. like in another version yeah, of the world. 
And then you have choices, like you can leave the elevator, but you have to like undo the pattern to go back. Otherwise, supposedly bad things happen. Oh, man. Yeah. So do you have to get off each time? No, you're supposed to stay still on the elevator. But it's just the way that you're pushing, you know, Uh a button to go up and then you push it down. If somebody gets on with you in the first uh, floor, like it's messed up, you just have to start over basically. But what's interesting about this is there's a story that's gone around where they, they think that maybe this woman... Elsa Lamb. Elsa or Elisa Lamb? I don't... I feel like I wouldn't play any of these games. Ever. I, don't I mean, I did Bloody Mary. I did Light as a Feather, Stick of a Board, and Truth or Dare. Yeah. I don't even think I did Bloody Mary. I think I I think I did, but I hated it. I was just... We, like, tried to do it, but nothing happened, or you, like, yeah. kind of messed it up a little bit, so... Like, I have, like, the most evil friends and family. Like, I could remember, like... Because, again, the bathroom light is on the outside, and, like, my dumb friends would just hold the door shut. And stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, scarred. I know not to. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Anyway, sorry. What was no. the story? That's okay. The, one of the theories is there is a woman in Los Angeles who was traveling. Her name was, I think it's Elisa Lamb. It might be Alyssa. But it's Elisa Lamb, we'll say. She died in this hotel. And mm-hmm. one of the last videos we see of her alive is she's like, pressing all these buttons for the elevator mm-hmm. and then she mysteriously you know disappears for a while and then months later they find her remains in the water tower of the hotel on the roof but there's no explanation for it there's no like reason and it looks like in the elevator she's looking at something but they can't discern what it is like from the elevator footage yeah so it's just really weird it's pretty wild yeah. she read off the elevator she eventually does get off the elevator in the surveillance footage and there's so many different YouTube videos and theories and people who've gone over this, but it's really interesting to see these types of, like, kids' games possibly connected to real mysteries in life. To real, like, deaths. So yeah. She's the one that gets on on the fifth floor and you're not supposed to look at her? No, no. She's She gets on at the first floor and then she's, like, pushing the buttons and then going up oh. and down for too long. Oh. And then she, like, gets out for a minute and she, like, kind of looks around the elevator, like, around the corner of the elevator at the floor and then gets back in. And she just acts really strange in the elevator. Uh, okay. That story is so sad. <laughs> yeah. It's sad. It's super right. interesting and sad. I mean, it's a true crime story, so it's terrible, but also fascinating. It's as... also still a mystery. Like, they never solved it. Yeah. But, which makes you think, like, maybe something did happen. Yeah. That's not explained. You know, it did seem like she, she didn't seem scared. It's not like she seemed like she was running from anyone or anything, but she did. She was looking at things and reacting to things you couldn't see. Just so scary. We won't force you to watch this video, but if you watched the video and had thoughts, you can let us know. Yeah, let us know mm-hmm. your thoughts on that case, because I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. That's it. You want to play a game? Yeah, let's play a game. Okay, so we're going to play Fiction or For Real, which is, like, one of my favorites. And uh, if you haven't listened to the show before, what we do is we... In this case, it's going to be Asian Spirits and Monsters. We read a description of them, and then the other two guests have to decide if it is fictional or for real. Like, a, like uh, what is it? Lore? Like a folklore. Folklore, yeah. We can call it fiction or folklore. Or for this, this time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this round. Okay, cool. And I will start. Okay, so for this Asian Spirit or Monster, they are a large, sentient larva accompanied by two miniature humanoids that speak on its behalf. As folklore or something that's or from, like, fiction. a movie, like fiction? Yeah. Sounds like something. A larva? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
like a caterpillar ish. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like a manga or something. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, anime. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> it, sounds like it sounds like manga. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it sounds like grammar. Okay, so you both say fiction? Yeah, fiction. You are correct. It's Mothra. Oh. I've never seen it, but I didn't know they had, like, two humanoids. I didn't know about the humanoids. It sounds like little slave people. I really want to watch it now. Yeah. When I read the description, I was like, that's wild. And that's why I said larva and caterpillar and did not say moth. Yeah. I was like, you guys are going to get it if I say moth. I watched a video of um, this, like, giant white moth, like, turning from a caterpillar in time-lapse. It was one of, like, it was a dodo video online, but it turned into the whole life cycle into the moth. It was horrifying. That it sounds was terrible. amazing, beautiful, and like just awful. So did you know that when, when it goes into the caterpillar, the caterpillar goes into the, what is it, cocoon? Mm-hmm. That, you know, it seems like they just turn into like the wings just grow onto it. It doesn't. It literally breaks down entirely into soup. Oh, and then reforms all over again. Into a, it doesn't just grow wings. Do you it's, think it hurts? No. It right? just dissolves. <laughs> Are we sure it's the same, like, being that comes out and it wasn't just some other thing that took over <laughs> yeah like what if caterpillars all die in that cocoon so butterflies can live they kind of do but it's, it's like total it turns into soup so the thing well, that was there before is i've just, always assumed it was the same creature though it's i mean it's the same dissolved. cells but they just reorganize themselves right it's the same building blocks but they're completely reorganized that's a nightmare i'm also traumatized because today i accidentally stepped on a caterpillar on the sidewalk we're going to get coffee and it was upsetting it was upset yeah it was so upsetting that's that one will not be turning into a butterfly (laughs) it got to be itself yes until the end died authentic yeah Yeah. (laughs) nice do you want to sure there is creature called an eswang it is a like a vampiric spirit creature uh it makes a tiktok noise it has like a proboscis it What's a proboscis? Like like a mosquito has. Oh, like oh, a big needle mouth. That, like a needle Gross. mouth. And it feeds um, on the fetus inside a pregnant woman. Whoa. So it comes and finds pregnant women while they're sleeping and then sticks the proboscis into her belly and starts feeding on the fetus. So is it folklore for real? Mm-hmm. Oh, folklore. Yeah. I mean... It sounds like the mascot of Roe v. Wade. It should. Yeah, right? <laughs> Oh my god, imagine getting that printed on t-shirts, like, making, what is it called, aswang hats? Aswang. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it, I mean, I've never heard of this movie, if it is a movie, but there's so many, it could be like a Netflix movie. Do you watch scary movies? <laughs> like, I do, I okay. do watch scary movies. I'm he gonna, he gets scared and he runs away. <laughs> oh, that's like, Dan. oh my god, they're so similar. Movie night. <laughs> yeah. Because Sam's the same way. Movie night. Let's watch some scary movies. I'm gonna say fiction. It's pretty spectacular. I'm saying it's folklore. Okay. You are correct, it's folklore. Yeah. I feel like anything related to like fertility and birth and that kind of thing, I feel like that always in my mind like, that stories. like goes to folklore. Because they can't mess with that on movies. No one wants to see that. Like I don't want to well, see babies ever, get murdered on TV. Have you ever watched By a Monster? Grin? No. Grimm was this TV show that was all these folklores come to life, mm. and they had an aswang. They had they yeah. had that. Oh, and it was pretty gross. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I want to look it up because I have so many questions. Like it actually injects into the like lady. it 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 like she almost like a needle. Alive. Alive. Yeah, and starts like sucking out her juices. <laughs> 
I mean, I hear the placenta is nutritious. Yeah, right? Yeah, and it lives on it. So, like, this, this whole, the whole show was based on this idea that monsters are real, and they're people, and they turn into the monsters. So oh. this guy was like, his mom really needed to feed on a fetus, and, <laughs> and he was like, no, mom, because this is my wife. And she's like, no, you know, your firstborn belongs to me. And <laughs> it was like wow. this argument. <laughs> Wait, was that like a show that was um, almost like geared towards teens? Grim, I feel like, was geared towards anybody who was like into just the whole... Sci-fi, fantasy, yeah, horror fantasy, stuff? Fantasy, horror, yeah. Okay. It was that. I'm trying to remember what the one that I'm thinking of then, where it was like the Grim Reapers in suburbia. Oh, that's different. That oh. one was called Reaper. Oh, okay. It was also Close. very fun. And <laughs> yeah. it was like the hipster, kind of like deadbeat youth that was like, now I have to go rape souls. I've been After watching, working at Lowe's. <laughs> I've been watching this show that I'm like ashamed of because I know no one else watches it. It's called Lucifer. Oh my oh. god, I love Lucifer. Are, Are you kidding me? me? Really? Jesus I... Christ, I love that show. Okay. <laughs> I saw the preview for it and I was like, I would watch this later. I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think anyone else watched it. I'm like, I'm wasting my time. No one is ever going to talk Where about it. Where are you? Are you I'm only in season? season two. I'm in the fourth season. Nice. That's the Netflix season. Yeah. Yeah. Is it good? Is it everything? Um, you know? It's progressing. So, yeah. For people who don't know what Lucifer is, he, uh, Lucifer, Satan himself, comes to Earth to just kind of live a wild lifestyle. And the whole idea is that he's a punisher, but not an evildoer. So, like, if you do bad stuff, he punishes you, but he's not going to go out just murder innocent. Oh, wait, is this someone that was on after Gotham? Maybe. What am I, I thinking know. of that has the girl in it that was on Netflix that has, like... Well, he, there's a girl in it. There's a detective that he's into. Mm. Like, he's, like, this beautiful British man. He's Yeah, okay, that's the one that used to be on Fox, I think, and it was on after Gotham. Oh, yeah, okay. And he... Because he has a crush on the the main character who's a cop, he starts helping solve crimes. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it does sound good though. It, it sounds fun. So it does sound fun. And all of the characters I can get on board are with that. very funny. Like he has yeah. like this demon that helps him. Her nice. name is Maze, and uh-huh. she's like just like a bad bitch. Super hot. She is like <laughs> the best. yummy. So yummy. Asian. There's a lot Asian of hot people. Everyone in that show is hot. So if you just want to watch hot people yeah. argue. I just remember, like, it was, like, the preview for, like, Hell's Kitchen and for Gotham, so lots of, like, dark, sexy fire things, and then this, that show, the first season, it was really pitched as being, like, smoldering and sultry. <laughs> it's goofy, it's, though. It's goofy, though. Yeah. It's very camp. But, yeah, because anyway. Because he's, you know, British. Why is the devil always British? Charming and British. I get it. What if the devil's British only to like American ears, but then to other people? Oh, yeah, like people in England are watching it. Yeah, and they have like a better accent. They're like, oh, he's French. That's like sexy. That would be really cool. Supposed to be adaptable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, for mine, this being, this uh, actually comes from a, a woman, a person who had psychic powers, and she went through some different experiences where she discovered that her psychic powers could help imprint into recordings Mm. she uh she tried to demonstrate her powers but was really like shut down and she had a tortured experience where she was eventually murdered and when before she died she vowed to curse the world to make them pay for all of the harm that she received so her curse actually is spreadable do you ever Mm. see the movie it yeah follow oh it follows not it i'm sorry have you ever seen the movie It Follows? Yeah, that's true. How it's like a sexually transmitted uh, I ghost. I love that movie. I was very upset. <laughs> oh, I loved it so much. But similarly, it's one of those things where it's uh, her curse is transmissible from mm-hmm. person to person unless they 
unless they do something to prevent it. Like, they have to pass it along, otherwise they're going to die. Fiction or for real? Uh, I mean, this one is very specific. <laughs> um, I feel like I would have, if it was, like, for real and it's transferable, like, I feel like this would have been, like, big news, like, in the news. So I'm going to say fiction. Yeah, it sounds, uh, it sounds something. It sounds familiar. Yeah. You know, like, it follows, it sounds like. Yeah, I think I would agree. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah. It is fiction, okay. but there's a root in real life, which is what? super fascinating. Is so really? you saw the movie The Ring. Mm -hmm. So this is from the movie, uh, the Japanese original version, Ringu. Uh, it is Sadako. Sadako? Sadako. It's Sadako. So the woman from the movie The Ring, she had the similar thing. She had psychic powers and was able to imprint an impression onto audio recordings and video recordings. And then when she was murdered, she was thrown into a well and she cursed a video that was like transmissible, right? right? right. So that we all know the story of the ring. Yeah. But what was super interesting is that that actually is based in a real life psychic who lived around the time of like the 1930s. So the original person, she was a psychic and she was able to project her psychic thoughts Onto tangible objects. No way. Yeah. Which do, you, what, do you have her name? Is it? Listed? It was also Sadako. It was Sadako. Yeah. Which I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, but that's so cool. Yeah. I didn't know the ring was based on a true story, which I'm sure it says, but my eyes were already shut. Yeah. Sadako Takakashi. Wow. Yeah. So, like, what did she imprint on, like, fungus or? She would. Um, she could project images onto film by her thoughts. That so probably not so like cool. I don't know if it was I don't think it was moving images specifically, but like photography, film, and things like that. That's a really good one. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and it's technically both. It's technically both, but we all know it's the ring. The I mean, ring. this yeah. one, yeah, because like the the original psychic wasn't like murdered or anything like that, but just had the ability to project right herself onto right. film. Cool. I'm gonna do one more. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> This monster is a scary, hideous female that's capable of severing her upper torso and sprouting huge bat-like wings to fly into the night. I mean, that sounds like a man wrote it. <laughs> a man with a grudge <laughs> yeah. made that also up. Also known as my wife. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a version of, like, the... It's not exactly the version of the Banshee, but, like, what Banshees and Sirens, like, what we think of now mm -hmm. for them. She cut off her torso. Oh my god, I don't, I don't know. What is the point? Like, I mean, if you can do it, you should do it. Point. Yeah. Is she just then a torso flying? Well, she also, yeah, with the wings. Yeah. A like flying a, a torso with wings? Female, yeah. Wow. Apparently, yeah. That is kind of scary. I don't want to give anything away. <laughs> a torso with wings. I feel like if you have a movie, especially now, it has to make sense, right? Yeah, so you there just would be have torsos with wings. Yeah, there are so many questions. <laughs> so that seems like that would be, like, especially being a, a cryptozoology fan, that sounds like a cryptid. Mm. So. I will agree with you because I think that people would be like, there would either be a cult following about the movie with the torso with wings, or right. there would be a lot of rotten tomatoes about the torso with wings. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so you're both saying it's folklore. folklore. You would be correct. It's another Philippines monster. Oh, jeez! Uh, a torso with wings? It's called the Mananangal. 
No, I may have come across that. Man, I was trying to look up those. Uh, yeah, and apparently its bottom half is the weaker of the halves. Mm. So if you encounter one, you have to find the bottom half and either sprinkle it with salt or garlic. So to think about it, they called the bottom half with the vagina <laughs> the weaker half. It's because our minds are strong. Which yeah. you have to sprinkle the vagina with yeah. salt or garlic. Can you imagine like you finding your it. vagina for like a night out? Like you can just put it somewhere. And you're like, actually, that would be nice, right? Exactly. If you that would have saved me a lot of trouble in college. Right. Yeah, just store it away. Don't worry about it. You know what? I'm not hooking up tonight. I'm just going to leave it. Yeah. Later, <laughs> you find someone really cute. God damn, I left my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you're just a torso with bat wigs. Just like, let's party! <laughs> oh my god, that's so fun. <laughs> I kind of like it now. I did it when I wrote it, but now it's just like, oh, you know. Now you're a fan. Now that's the tattoo you should get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. And then underneath, whatever. Scare people. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, forever. Left my vagina at home. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I think this one also had some basis in that it also attacked pregnant women, but I don't. I don't have all the information on that, which is crazy. That's that must be a big thing. I think they needed an explanation for miscarriages. Yep. Ooh. And uh, that I there are a lot of. Most folklore comes out of an explanation for why things bad things happen. So uh, Ian found this book of um, Pennsylvania Dutch folklore, and there's a whole chapter on, you know, if a witch looks at you a certain way, your baby's going to come out with furry nipples or something like that. Wow. It's every, like, possibility of every bad thing that could happen based on, you know, something a witch did. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's like, it's like how do you explain, like, and if you look at, like, medieval stuff, they were like, if a woman looks at certain things, the baby will come out a certain way. If she eats certain foods, the baby will come out a certain way. So, like, if a woman had a monstrous birth, they would say, oh, it's because she, you know, must have eaten a frog or something Damn. like that. Or sinned yeah. <laughs> in Christian times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was around that. It was the same. There's this Ambrose something. I can't remember his last name, but Parry. Ambrose Parry was a physician who wrote a book called uh, Monstrous Births. And, like, literally one he described was one that came out of the woman running <gasps> with a beak. What? And then he had to beat it to death. And I was just like, these are terrible descriptions. Oh, <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah, sounds like the Jersey Devil a little bit. That does? That is like... Yeah, you should read this thing if you get a chance. It's, uh, it's uh, pretty Do you know the name? It's oh, called uh, Of Monsters or Of Monstrous Births. Okay. Ambrose Parrot. P-A-R-E. With an accent mark is the last name. Wow. Nice. I, I like reading that kind of stuff because it's very interesting. And if you go to the Mutter Museum and you see the kinds of stuff in the jars and things, I mean, people have very interesting ideas of how things happen. Like why, yeah. you know, why things happen. Why you have yeah. a mermaid baby, you know? We need explanations for things yeah. as humans. We need to make sense of this world. It's for crazy. Sure. Before science, you had to come up with something. Yeah. <laughs> swam was better than anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. It must have been like one island was like a swan, and the other one was like, no way. It's totally a bat winged torso. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And that's the game. Yeah. We did good. You guys yeah. had a lot of them. Yeah. And just for the record, so we're clear, like, your mother is from the Philippines. Yes. 
And I'm Korean, so there was a theme of these Asians. <laughs> we were just like I'm randomly lucky. picking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they wanted to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, because Roya Hamadani is entirely a, a Persian name. <laughs> that would be confusing for people. Yeah. 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 That is our show, so we're going to do some plugs. You can find me, Megan Getz, uh, on Instagram at MegGetzMoney. And my last name is Getz, so it's spelled G-O-E-T-Z. Or follow me on Twitter at MegGetz128. Thanks. And I'm on Facebook as Raya Hamadani. <laughs> Do you want to spell it? Oh, uh, Raya is R-O-Y-A, and Hamadani is H-A, M is in Mary A, D is in dog A, N is in Nancy I. There is another Raya Hamadani in California, but she is not holding a microphone. <laughs> Do you <laughs> want me. people to friend you? Um, I prefer the following, oh, just because okay. I'm... Has it's been. easier. <laughs> it's just easier, honestly. Okay. I just I make everything that's like... Good to be public, public. So. Great. Nice. So, yeah, cool. Yeah, you can follow me at Alyssa Trez on all platforms that I am on. You'll find it. And it's in our show notes. So, yeah, check those out. Yeah. All righty. Well, thanks. Thanks. Thank <laughs> you. Find us at the places you get podcasts. Visit our website to check out more show notes at realchillspodcast.com. Special thanks to Libby Rundell for doing our show artwork. Audio help by Sam Williamson. Follow us on Instagram at Real Chills Podcast. Got a spooky story of your own? Maybe not your story. It could even be the one about that time your mom's friend's friend found a haunted diary at the bottom of a well. We want them all. Visit our webpage at realchillspodcast.com slash submit and tell us more. Wow. This is, I like this plant. Yeah, it's called String of Pearls. It's so... Juicy looking. Yeah. I want to eat these. Really <laughs> I know they're I'm pretty animals. sure they're poisonous. I know. Are they really? They, they look yeah. so good. I know they're animals. toxic to animals. They do look really But look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I know. Little beans. They're just like, I'm, I'm, they're, they're like edamame pods. Yeah.